0: Everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving. You're listening to my amazing son, Dean Foster, who is attending Berkeley College of Music. This is his last year. He's a senior. And my name is Kassar Delene. And after coming overcoming my own health challenges naturally, I work to provide valuable health options so you can make the best choices for your life. My background is in herbology, naturopathy, psychology, energy work, and meditation. And you can learn more about me and what I do at truehealth.com. That's Health.com. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today, we're very fortunate to have a talented woman, Amy Aminat, and she has quite a list of resources she offers her clients. She's an intuitive energy coach, a moon circle facilitator, a woman's retreat leader, a licensed massage therapist, a Reiki master, astrology nerd, energy worker, and lover of all things magic. Welcome, Amy.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Yeah, this is great. So, so let's see, how do we meet? We met via my friend, um, Tiffany, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. How long have you known Tiffany?
1: Um, I met her a few years back. She came into my office, um, as a medical massage practitioner, I had an office in Snohomish and uh-huh. she became one of my clients. And, um, through that, I, I think she started following me on Facebook and kind of saw some of the other work that I did and then suggested that. Uh, we get in touch to do this podcast.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I've known I've known Tiffany for, gosh, over twenty years because we lived across the street from me <laughs> for many many years. We're still really good friends. She's she's a wonderful lady. So so now you how you do a lot of things. How did you get into all this? Oh, this has been.
1: I I was thinking about this earlier as I was preparing for this show, and I feel like so much of the tools and things that I have acquired have really been kind of uh, finding my own journey into my own healing and my own path. And it's just been such a process of kind of culminating and then expanding and then taking all of the things that I've learned now throughout the years and throughout this whole self-journey <laughs> self, self journey that I've been on and now being able to take that and help other people along their own path. Um, initially, I think sometimes we come into the world and we have this idea of what we um, want to be when we grow up Um, and for me I came in and I immediately knew that I wanted to be in a healing capacity and at the time when I was young that translated to being a doctor Um, and I, I was set on that I thought that that was going to be my journey I was going to go to school and I was going to be a doctor and then you know life began happening and I of took some twists and turns and um eventually like i realized that the modern medical system was not in line with how i wanted to help people Um it has its place for sure but that was not feeding my soul and i was 23 years old and uh, my dad passed away suddenly and i was like I need to find a way to be able to put myself through school for what I want to do and pay for myself at the same time I had been living on my own since I was 17. And I went in to go talk to somebody about getting an esthetician license because I thought that would be something I can do. I can work with people, it's something I enjoy, and that can kind of work on I can do that kind of work while I progress in my education. And I walked in and I I met with the Admissions counselor, and we started talking about my background. And she said, That's not what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> she said, We have a holistic health practitioner program. And I said, Oh, well, what is that? And she said, well, Essentially, an expanded massage therapy program. Um, it's a thousand hours, but it also includes some energy medicine, it includes herbology, aromatherapy. Um, and it was like all of these things that I had already had interest in, and then realizing that there was an actual educational program that incorporated it. It was just like everything lit up. And so that was kind of the start, <laughs> the start of my professional education. So to yeah, say. Our,
0: it's funny, our sto- our stories mirror each other quite a bit, because I, um, I left when I was 17 as well, and I got into natural health when I was 23, 24 as well. Uh, so it's kind of funny that that uh, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: i of mirror that so now um how did you decide you wanted to do this for a living like professionally you know after all your schooling and everything sometimes people get into it and they go they get their own healing and then they move on to other things you know
1: oh so it I mean that was the start of it and I I thought well this will be like kind of an in-between a go-between um as I move into something different and I I immediately got, Well, (laughs) I finished school and I, you know, you're 24 and, you know, you don't have any money and you're like, I have to figure out how I'm going to work. And I just had this feeling that I wanted to go to Colorado and work at a resort spa. And I, (laughs) I decided I, I got one of those spa finder magazines and I was flipping through and I saw this picture of this place in Telluride, Colorado. And I saw it and I said, well, I'm going to work at this place. And I packed up my little Chevy Metro and I threw my massage table in there and I didn't have a place to stay and I didn't have a job. And I went out there um, and almost turned around (laughs) and thought this is crazy. Oh, really? Oh my God. (laughs) Here you are currently by yourself in a town where you don't know anybody. Um, And within a week, I had the job that I wanted And I had a place to live and I ended up staying there for two years and it was one of the best times of my life. Um, but when I started doing massage full time and you're working with so many people and I was thrown in immediately, um, it was busy season right at Christmas time, um, so I was doing, you know, going from zero to 60, you know, I was, (laughs) I was doing seven massages, seven hour massages a day, six days a week, because for one, I was excited to be working. Um, And there was work to be had. um, And two, they were just so busy, they needed the help. But what I didn't realize was going into it at that level and working with so many people, I hadn't been aware previously how susceptible I was to absorbing other people's energy. And I started coming home with all of the things that everyone was coming and complaining about. And I thought, how am I going to be able to continue this work if I'm feeling this way afterwards? Yeah, Um, it's a
0: problem. I see that a lot. I have a a lot of friends who are healers, um, you know, for the past four years I've been doing this, right? And it's amazing that a lot of them haven't figured that out and they just get sick and sick and sick and they haven't figured out that they have to do something. It's always self first, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah. So. And it's, I had heard that the average lifespan of a massage therapist was less than five years
0: Wow! and I thought
1: how am i going to be able to maintain my quality of work for one when I'm working with clients and then also maintain the longevity of a career because this was something that I went into thinking I was going to do for, you know, as long as I needed to. Um, and ultimately I fell in love with doing massage and it became a career that I, I had for 20 plus years. Um, But at that time I started looking at more of the energetics and then I had heard about Reiki. Um, and that was, you know, Reiki is now something that a lot of people know about and a lot of, they, they know about it, they get it, they understand it. Um, it's more of a mainstream practice now, but back in 2004, (laughs) it was, it was still kind of an, not necessarily unknown. (laughs) Yeah. But it wasn't understood. Um, So I found a lady who was offering a a Reiki class and I took my level one with her and I noticed right away that um, not only could I direct the flow of energy, but it was more of, it was flowing through me. It wasn't coming back and I wasn't absorbing it. Um, I also noticed that my hands would become really hot. Um, The type of massage I was doing and my work didn't change, but people were receiving it better. Um, And so that got me curious about other aspects of how energy work, you know, how how energy moved and how energy flowed and, you know, our energy communicated with each other. And that kind of took me down a a rabbit hole over the next 15, (laughs) 20 years of ways to shift um not only our own energy but also how energy not only fi- affects us physically but also mentally emotionally um and so much like subconscious patterning as well that goes into
0: it yeah it's amazing how much it can teach us too um you mm-hmm. know I just I remember when I had my health food store I had my health food store for about 12 years and I would have people come in all the time that I would work on and it was just, uh, their bodies taught me so much and the energy t- t- taught me so much. And it was, you know, I just a little bit, literally had to get out of the way and allow it, whatever was going to be happening to happen and just hold that space so it could, you know, <laughs> happen. Yeah. So now you do, you're an intuitive energy coach. So you work with clients. Well, how do you work with clients? Like, do you see them in person or on the phone or? Um, I work via Zoom. I do hold
1: um, in-person retreats about once a year. Um, for women and and we can do more in-depth work in person. Um, but when you're working with energy, you don't necessarily need to be in the same space of person. And I'm not going in and necessarily influencing someone's energy. I really fully believe that you are in charge of your own energy. No one can manipulate it unless you allow that to happen. Or if you don't have your own fortitude or your own barriers up, we're um, maintaining an like a an energetic level that is not as permanent permeable um a lot of the work that i do now is and i kind of this just (laughs) kind of came about i wasn't even intending to get into this um but i had started holding women's circles in snohomish um just as a way to kind of create community and um meet together with like-minded women so we could talk and kind of talk about the deeper issues that come up that we don't necessarily get to talk about with people and we are doing it with moon cycles because I do love astrology and and I the energy behind that um and I was started incorporating some of these tools that I had learned with the women and I started seeing how their lives began to shift and and how um they were becoming more confident and empowered in themselves and then I moved away so it was another one of those instances all right so now where are you living now I am now living in central Mexico um (laughs) I'm in San Miguel you
2: moved
1: moved away (laughs) that was not intentional either um I knew that um I had kind of was starting I feel like this is my philosophy on things at least for how it's worked for me is when it's time for me to move in a different direction. Things start becoming really heavy or we'll start falling wow. apart. You know, kind of like that wow. typical tarot tower moment type stuff. And even though I loved my work and I loved my clients and I loved my business, like the location of um being in the Pacific Northwest just didn't feel like it was a match anymore. Mm-hmm. Um so I started looking at other places to move to and uh had always kind of joked that I would one day run away to Mexico, you know, like be careful what you say because <laughs> yeah, oh my God. the universe yeah. is consciously creating based on what information you give it. Um, and I just, on a whim, one night looked up best places to live in Mexico. And I saw a picture of this city and it was like lightning hitting again, same as it had in Colorado. And I was like, mm-hmm. that's where we're moving to. And I was like, this is just insane.
0: <laughs> well, how long have you been down there now?
1: I've been down here a year and a half. It took me six months from seeing the picture to um, selling the house, closing the business and making the move. Uh, And it's been it's beautiful.
0: So now you are you still doing circle groups? Are you doing them online? Are you just doing them? in?
1: I am not doing that. Um, So one of the ladies from my group in Snohomish contacted me once I arrived here and she said, um, I have, I have something you may be interested in. She's like, I've given your information to my mental health therapist because she's having a hard time maintaining her energy with her, her clients. And okay. she wants to talk to somebody, but she doesn't want to talk to the therapist, um, because she knows yeah. that language and that, you know, way of doing things. And so I said, <clears> okay, well, this is certainly different, but I'll go ahead and talk to her. And we've now been working together for a year. Um, We meet about twice a month um, via Zoom and we work on different things. It started out as kind of helping her to um, maintain her own energy levels when she's working with clients because that's not something that people get taught. And especially when you're dealing Mm -hmm. with really heavy things, it can be very easy to take that in and make it part of you know you carry the heaviness with them um and so we started working with how to kind of like clear her energy how to maintain her energy how to recognize what was hers and what was not hers and um it started evolving more into some of her own personal work on things that that she um has been carrying with her that she's had a hard time even with Knowing all the tools of traditional therapy and, and having gone through all of her own work, there were things that she couldn't let go of or things that she couldn't shift. And so we take that and we look at it from a more spiritual perspective, um, and a more energetic perspective and see how we can kind of shift things so that she can let it go and, and cycles and move past
0: okay so so you're not doing any moon circles now then down where you're at not
1: currently where i'm at okay um i do yeah i my i do have a a friend that we do um a youtube channel that talks about the the energy of the new moon and the full moon every month um that's on youtube at wild reawakening and we do that and that's just something that we do for fun um i may start up more circles later but it's different being online than in person when you're doing those That's kinds true. of things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's needed, though, you know, like you mentioned, how the benefits that it, even if it was online, I think it would be something positive for, for people that mm-hmm. can't attend otherwise, you know. But um, I just noticed on your website you had that. So that was why I, um, oh, yeah. You have a workbook out there also that yes, looks like you it's do. Great. Can you talk about that a little bit?
1: Um, Which workbook are you talking about?
0: Uh, It said moon
1: circle workbook. Oh, okay. So yeah, we, we were doing that for a little while. Um, We can, you can certainly use it at any time, but it's basically uh, when we work with moon energy um, at new moon, it's more like setting intentions because the moon is going from being dark to being full. And as that energy progresses, then your intentions build with it. And so we Mm -hmm. focus on how to ins to set intentions and um how to kind of um co-create with the universe and move your life in a positive direction in the way that you want it but also like leaving room for the kind of the magic to happen <laughs> um, so i think some people Great. get so focused on trying to set goals and force an outcome that they don't necessarily leave space for something unexpected that is even better to come in um, so we kind of That's talk all. about that
0: great way of putting that so you're listening to true health with Cassandra on lift your spirits radio stay tuned and we'll be right back with more from intuitive energy coach amy annette
4: Feeling the need to get away and reconnect with Mother Nature? Located on Whidbey Island, Earth Sanctuary is a peaceful and magical sculpture garden, nature reserve, and retreat center with two miles of nature trails, three bird-filled ponds, and a variety of powerful sacred spaces, including a labyrinth, stone circles, and medicine wheels. Come and enjoy the wonders of nature and experience personal renewal, spiritual growth, and healing today. Visit EarthSanctuary.org or The Earth Sanctuary on Facebook for more information. Are you interested in natural remedies? Unlock the secrets of herbalism and traditional holistic healing modalities with the 12-month Herbalism Mentorship Program. I will be your mentor, Sharon Maureen. I have been practicing and teaching herbalism for three decades. Dive deep into the world of herbs each month. Learn their history, how herbs support your body, and even make your own remedies. I am also a nutritional consultant and life coach. I will be by your side and you will be mentored, but you will also be supported in healing your own body. Limited spots are available for this transformative journey, so seize the opportunity to deepen your connection to the healing power of herbs. Connect with me at SharonMaureen.com today to secure your spot and start your path to wellness with the Herbalism Mentorship, beginning January, 2024.
5: Broaden your horizons. You'll be amazed at all the topics we cover on Alternative Talk 1150.
0: Thank you for joining us this morning. You're listening to True Health with Kassar Delene on Lift Your Spirits Radio. And today we're talking with intuitive energy coach, Amy Eminem Hi again, Amy. Hello. <laughs> so um, we were talking about, uh, you have a podcast. So what are some of the topics you talk about on your podcast?
1: So the podcast mostly is about the energy that's happening with the current new moon and full moon each month. Um, we go into the astrology, where the planets are, what could be affecting you. I look at astrology I mean, some people come in and they're like, oh, well, astrology is just a bunch of woo and it doesn't really mean anything and you're in charge of your own life. And that's absolutely true that you do have free choice to make decisions. But I look, I mean, with everything being, our whole universe is created of energy um, down to ourselves and and everything that's happening and it has a vibration. And so I look at energy or at astrology as kind of being... The when you're born and and the time of birth and your birth chart is being like your energetic blueprint of what the planets were doing at the time. And so it's just kind of a a baseline as to um, some of your basic (laughs) personality and things that you might be interested in and how you receive information Um, and so when we look at the moon cycles, you know, our whole world, our whole earth goes in cycles, the planets go in cycles, and we look at what energy comes in with those cycles. Um, and so when we talk about the new moon and the full moon energy, we're not only looking at what the sign is that the moon is in at the time and how that energy creates, um, a certain vibration but how to work so that we can, like we were talking about creating intentions, setting intentions. And then when the moon is full, we look at what needs to be released so that we can more fully move towards the direction that we want. So it's a good time kind of like to create the cycle.
0: Would you say that they're like influences maybe? But we don't have I would. (laughs) Like you're influencing your child to eat vegetables. (laughs) it's just Wait, it's, they don't. They could choose not to eat the vegetables
1: <laughs> yeah it, it's just a way of having a little more access to information so that you're not oh, kind yeah. of wandering blindly going why do i feel like this today when it's it there could very well be just a certain energy and it can be a collective energy or it can be a personal energy depending on what's in your chart and um like i for example i was talking about on the last one is that I tend to have a harder time with things during Scorpio season, which is what we're in right now. And it took me a long time to recognize that was a pattern. But then when I realized that there was a pattern happening every year that I was starting to like brace myself for November, because November was a time that difficult things were coming up in my life. Um, My dad passed away in November. We had another family member pass away in November. I would always quit my job or end a relationship. And I was like, what is with November? Like, <laughs> And before yeah. I started realizing it, I was like, just had this anxiety about November. And when I started looking at it more closely, November and Scorpio is the opposite of my sun sign. Cause I'm a sun sign Taurus. And so when we're, you are usually in the opposite sign of your sun, That can be a period of your time where you're met with some kind of discord. Um, And not to say it's always going to happen, but now that I have that awareness, it's almost like I'm still a little bit on guard. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. But I also can understand, okay, this is happening now and it's a temporary thing. And I can kind of prepare myself a little bit better, Um, not to anticipate, but just to to have an awareness.
0: Yeah, I think it is good to have that awareness. I know when, even when during challenging times, right? If we have awareness about it, it, it seems to maybe soften the blow a little bit or give you a different perspective. And, and of course you learn and grow from all of that. Right. So, oh yeah. Um, so, you know, they always say discomfort is good because it gets you, teaches you thing about yourself and gives you tools that you didn't know you had. <laughs> so, um. One of the things that you had mentioned when we were talking before was the human design reader. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. So that was something that I became curious about. Oh, I probably heard about it maybe four years ago and being into astrology, I was like, what is this thing called human design? Because it started kind of popping up in my awareness and I started hearing things and, you know, I went and I pulled my free chart that you can get online. um, And it looked like a, you know, another foreign language and it looked super intimidating. And I was like, I don't understand this at all. So of course, being who I am, I wanted to figure it all out. Um, because I, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I love being able to like figure out the patterning and figure out the why. And and also everyone's usually very curious about themselves and how information like this applies to themselves. And I was like, well, I want to see if it's accurate. Um and human design works like astrology in that it takes your birth information your time of birth um, and your location and it creates this diagram that has the nine different energy centers of the body so like the root the solar plexus sacral um, has a couple two extra ones as well and they have numbers inside of them and the numbers correlate to where the planets were when you were born um, and so instead of having just like a 12 sign system, there's like 64 different numbers that go around in the circle. And based, depending on when you were born and where those planets were, they have their own number. And then those number correlate to the graph and that'll light up that gate. And then if you have two gates that connect, it creates a channel. So based on what your graph looks like, it'll give you, information such as what your energy type is Um, and that gives you information as to how you are meant to kind of interact with your environment or with other people Um, there are four different energy types (laughs) so you have the manifestors you have projectors generators which includes manifesting generators and then you have reflectors and each one has their different way of how to interact with their environment. Um, and then it can also give you information about how your how you receive information, your intuition, your your internal guidance system. Um, you know, we always you hear things like, oh well I'm clairsentient or I'm clairvoyant or claircognizant. And so this shows up on a graph exactly which center regulates your source of of intuition. And how to process receiving correct information, which I think is super important because a lot of people tend to override <laughs> their intuition. Um, and it's something from a very young age that we are, at least when I was growing up, and maybe it's not so much now, but um, kind of like told to that, you know, oh, you're making that up in your head, or oh, that's right. not true, or that's not correct. Um, and, and so part of what I do is help people recognize how their are intu- how their intuition works, what it looks and feels like for them and how to trust the information that they're getting so that they can become more in alignment with their correct path, um, or, or with the direction that they want to go. Yeah, the,
0: um, I'm a facilitator. Facilitator of Train Empower uh, Meditation classes. And that's one of the things we do too, is is we work with uh, uh, students to help them figure those things out, kind of figure out how they get their information. And like you said, when we're little, we're told not to pay attention to any of that. (laughs) Turn Mm -hmm. it off. (laughs) You know, the school tells us to turn it off, or parents tell us to turn it off, the society tells us to turn it off. And once people start tapping into that, it's amazing how much information they can get and, and take them, you know. (laughs)
1: Yeah. And I grew up in a really religious family and, you know, so I was always told that, you know, you receive information in a certain way and it is through one particular source, you know, God or, you know, the Holy Ghost or, um, and anything that went against, you know, the, the typical doctrine of the church was uh, false. Or of a bad, you know, of a, from a bad place, and that was really confusing to me as a kid because I um, started having really vivid past life dreams as a teenager, and in my faith, we come to Earth once and we have one life to prove ourselves, and there's no such thing as past lives. And I was like, right. but I'm seeing this, and I'm no, like, I knew in my that it was absolutely my experience and that it was true. And how I had a really hard time trying to figure out why that was and why I had been told such different things. Um, and there was also a lot of, in my, the religion I grew up in, it was, um, very much that the, the men held the capability of, um, having divine, uh, inspiration or divine messages, and that we were supposed to take what they fed it as, as word, as, as complete truth. Um, and so that was also part of my healing journey and spiritual journey was to figure out what my spirituality looked like without any of the doctrine attached to it, um, which also led me through all of these different... <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's
0: a thing, right? I mean, we're as women, we're obviously uh, experienced that in a lot of ways, um, in uh, not just in religion, but in other jobs and <laughs> life in general, right? Um, I'm curious. Um, I know for some people, it's really hard to go against that. What what do you think? Um, how long did it take you to get to the other side of that? Do you think? Do you remember?
1: Um, so? I would say it took so the period between age 18, when I stopped being a part of the church that I was in until I would say when I went to massage school at the age of 24, that was when things started really amping up for me. Um, My intuition was increased. Um, You know, I had kind of looked into different different religions and different things and, and none of it felt right like i i felt like i really just wanted to have a connection to spirit that felt authentic and genuine and was more direct than having to go through um rituals or channels or you know by somebody else's word um i wanted something that felt very authentic to me um and so i would say it was probably that good six years i kind of experimented and and dabbled and, and um, was curious. And then when I started really leaning into my own intuition and and working, you know, I did guided meditations to meet with guides and, and have those experiences. And I, um, one of the things that I did during that time that really helped solidify some of the stuff that I felt I already knew for myself was I read a book um, called journey of souls by Dr. Michael Newton. Are you familiar with that book?
0: I've heard of that one. Yeah.
1: So, and of course, you know, I, I love the science of things, but he was <laughs> a,
0: <laughs> and,
1: and how do you prove this kind of stuff? But he was yeah. um, a hypnotherapist and he was doing past life regression work, which I already found fascinating. Um, but what he found was that during his sessions with his clients, um he could take them to the space in between lives where they were on the other side and they were deciding you know what their incarnation was going to be and they were you know describing their soul families and they were describing all of this process and i was like this feels very genuine and so many of the people that he was working with were giving him same accounts of things um Mm -hmm. and one of the things that that really helped me with was I think, and and I hear this a lot in some of my clients is they'll say things like, why is my life like this? Why is it so hard? Why, um, why does this kind of thing happen to me? And it, by reading that book, I came to this understanding that I purposefully chose to come here now to have this life, to have these experiences, because there was something that I needed to learn or gain from that experience and I mm-hmm. actually signed up for this, and that removed a lot of the victim mentality that <laughs> you hear well, from people <laughs> um, yeah. but it was a very interesting book and I recommend it to so many people if they are just curious about that sort of thing
0: mm-hmm. yeah it's um, it, there, there's a lot more information on that type of thing now um, I know I've seen a few others that are similar um, and uh, I think it's fascinating um, and I don't have, um, the same experience that you have in that, but I have others and, um, I think it's pretty powerful. <laughs> and when people, like yeah. get out of that victim space, um, you know, the society is so good at putting us in that space, right. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and so to empower people to get them out of that, um, is, uh, is great because then they can look at things from a different perspective and actually, uh, experience their life completely differently. Absolutely. So, yeah. So when people call you now, you just work on the phone, you just give them um, uh, advice on the phone and we, you work through things, you work um, just on Zoom or do you work on the you work on the telephone if people don't have Zoom? I know some people don't have Zoom.
1: Um, I prefer to use Zoom because I think that there's a lot you can pick up on by looking at somebody and
0: how they talk and,
1: and their demeanor when um, they're looking at things. And, and I am a very visual person and I get information about things that way as well um uh-huh. my my sense so to speak when we're talking about intuition is that i'm very claircognizant so i just sometimes will receive information and i started noticing that about myself when i was doing massage i would just be working on someone and i would suddenly like know things and of course you're not I, there were things i'm not going to ask <laughs> i'm not right, you know i'm not going right, to right. ask these people and so I, at first i was like well i'm just bored and making stuff up in my head, but there were instances where I started to realize that the information I was getting was correct. And so when I work with people, you know, I'm listening to what they're saying, but I'm also receiving information that kind of works with the underlying, you know, like cycles that they've been in, um, questions that they need to be asked that maybe they haven't considered. I think a lot of people have blind spots when it comes to themselves and their, conditioning and their kind of subconscious patterning that they don't recognize. And so one of the things that I feel like I'm gifted at is being able to see <laughs> in quotes, see, the, um, yeah, yeah. the underlying, <laughs> the underlying that's awesome. patterning that's, that's going on so we can try to figure out how to shift that. Um, and so much of what, you know, you're your reality is based on your, you know, consciousness and your patterning. And, and, you know, that's been kind of investigated through, you know, quantum physics and, and quantum theory (laughs) is that things don't take shape until they have something observe it. And so your mind is constantly observing and you're constantly creating your reality around you based on your beliefs and your experiences and all of that. And what, people are just starting to now consider is how much your subconscious (laughs) programming affects that. And what I mean by that is like, say, you have a child who has a complete phobia of dogs, and they've never had a bad experience with a dog, they've never had any bad interactions. Um, And they're just completely terrified. And this was my niece and I'm kind of using it as as an example is like, you could have the cutest littlest puppy and she would go into complete hysterics over this dog being there. And through the work that I've started doing now, um, is that a lot of these subconscious patternings could have been put into place during a past life that you no longer remember but it's like that energy and that emotion stays with the soul consciousness so when you come back into an earthly body and you're having this experience those past um, emotional triggers are still there (laughs) and so there could have been a past where she was you know, had a really terrifying experience with dogs or was even perhaps killed by a pack of dogs, or you know, who knows what what it is that that lingering. Yeah.
0: So Amy, can you let people know how they can get a hold of you?
1: Um, yes. So I'm at wildreawakening.com. Um, that does have a lot of the moon circle information on there, but I do have a page on there that will have my um personal information if you'd like to schedule appointments um, or contact me directly
0: great so this is Kassar lane from true health and you can reach me at truehealth.com you're listening to true health with kasar lane on lift your spirits radio and we'll be speaking more with intuitive energy coach amy Eminette after this respite.
4: Hello, my name is Sharon Maureen, the owner of Twin Peaks Nutrition and Wellness in North Bend, Washington. I am a life coach, mentor, and I am the creatrix of the Solation system, looking at nutrition, offering tools, techniques, and routines to help women thrive through challenges and change. I offer decades of expertise as an herbalist, fitness coach, and health enthusiast. I can customize a program uniquely for you, expanding your inner strength. Wisdom and resiliency through small daily commitments to yourself. Reach out to me today at sharonmarine.com.
3: Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 AM KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries, you can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening.
5: Get your daily dose of variety. Alternative Talk, 1150.
2: But I had nothing to
0: Welcome back. You're listening to True Health by Kassara on Lift Your Spirits Radio. We're talking with Amy Eminette today, and she is an intuitive energy coach and so much more. So, Amy, um, you were gonna offer to give people a way to shift their energy. Can you talk
1: about yeah. that? Yeah, so I a lot of the things that that people come in and they want to kind of work on is that so many people are feeling kind of overwhelmed and a lot of anxiety and there's so much going on in the world that it's like, how do you maintain your own personal sense of peace and um, stability energetically? And so I just wanted to go over just some really quick ways that you can do that on your own. Um, Number one is to just be really selective of the information that you focus on. Um the information, you know, we're like sponges and what you kind of let into your field is kind of what experience and focus on. Um and one of the things, and, and I get a lot of slack for this is I tell people to stop watching the news. Um, and a lot of people don't like to hear that because the thing that wow. I hear is, well, I don't want to have have my head in the sand. Yeah. Um, I need to be informed of what's going on in the world and i stopped watching the news probably 15 years ago
5: i can tell you
1: from experience that if it's really important you will hear about it you will find out
0: about it or find Um, a condensed version where you get the reader's digest summary
2: (laughs) mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) but general news and watching it every day you're being bombarded with like the worst of the worst of society And it's making the world a very scary place. And there's a lot of fear and a lot of anxiety associated with the information that is kind of being propagated um, and a lot of divisiveness. And I think that it's really important that if you can shift your focus more into your direct environment, you'll realize that the world is not nearly as bad as um, what it's made out to be.
0: Not only that, if I think if, you're, if your perspective is always the negative, then you never see the positive. And if you're focused on the positive, you actually change the negative. So Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Which kind know. of leads me
1: to number two. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, one of the, the quickest ways to change your perspective on things and, and to make your life feel more worthwhile um, and less heavy is to create a daily gratitude practice. Um, this was something that a teacher suggested that I do many, many years ago, and I still maintain it. Is just at the end of the day or some point during your day, get a notebook and write down 10 things that you're grateful for for that day. Um, it's even more powerful if you can share it with somebody else, if you have a friend or a spouse or somebody that you want to like share your list with, because it just gives not only do you get what you're grateful for, but it's also nice to see what other people are grateful for. Um, and it really, you know, gratitude. Is a magnet. And so when you're thankful for what you have, it's like giving kind of legs to bring in more good things.
0: Absolutely. That's awesome.
1: And then <laughs> the third one that I have is to take responsibility for yourself and your emotions. Um a lot of people feel overwhelmed by what's going on around them, but a lot of it is because. Uh, they are very susceptible to the emotions of other people around them as well. And that was a big one for me. Um, a lot of people consider themselves being empaths or empathic, um, and they feel like they absorb or they feel other things, they <laughs> other people and other emotions. And I can walk into a room and feel everything in the room all at once. But when I started to become clear on asking myself, is this mine? Is this my emotion? No. Is this something that I need to be responsible for? No. Um, and everything will start to shift at that point when you stop trying to fix or trying to take on or make it your responsibility to to uh, absorb. And even just having yeah. an awareness that you're doing that can shift everything too.
0: Yeah, there's a book called The Highly Sensitive Person. I don't know if you've seen that one. Mm-mm. That has a list of all these things that you go through and and uh, to see if you're highly sensitive. And they say that you know one out of ten people is highly sensitive or something like that. Like if a building was going to come down, there'd be one person that was know would know it's going to come down so they could tell everybody <laughs> else about it before it comes down. But mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of people that are becoming more sensitive. And before it's always been considered a bad thing to be sensitive. And now I think people are realizing you know like the. Interesting- understand seeing things and feeling things. And and I think that, um, you know, once you understand that you have a different perspective on it, like you said, and you see it from a different angle, it's like, all of a sudden it doesn't become so weird. And you don't feel like, like it's a problem. It's actually a gift to help you.
1: Mm -hmm. And that was one of the things that one of my programmings pro I I hate the word programming, but essentially I had some some subconscious thing within myself that I had at some point decided it was my responsibility to take care of everybody around me and the words that I the words (laughs) that came up with that was that I had to be solid and stable and strong so I could do that keep that responsibility um what happened when I cleared myself of that responsibility was within two months I lost 40 pounds without changing diet or anything and so not only does these, you know, subconscious programmings affect you mentally, but it can also have a physical and energetic um, impact as well.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that because so many people (laughs) have not figured that part out, you know, no, and
1: you can do all the diet and exercise in the world. And I did because that was something that I was really, I had a nutrition background and know the holistic health thing and i did all these things and i was like why can i not lose weight and that was the next that was the piece that was holding everything together
0: yeah it's and it's so powerful people have no idea how powerful it it can make you Mm -mm. sick it can make you gain weight it can cause all kinds of health problems absolutely Mm -hmm. now you mentioned that you have a workshop coming up
1: yeah so i'm going to be offering a free three-day workshop um it'll be about 45 minutes to an hour each section. It's going to be December 8th through the 10th. And it's just a very um, basic course on how to set intentions so that they work for you. Uh, There'll be a guided meditation to help you align with the highest vision for your life and what you want. And then the last key piece, which I think so many people forget, is um, clearing away any of the blocks that are keeping you from being able to receive what it is that you want um so it'll be a three-part thing and you can sign up for that on my website and, and it held...
0: sorry can you spell it out for people so they can your website oh, wild
1: reawakening um wild and then reawakening dot com.
0: wonderful and i'm sorry you were going to say something about it about the workshop
1: oh i don't remember <laughs> <laughs>
0: I just want to make sure people can get to it because sometimes it's oh. hard to go, you know, the website because they aren't looking at it. So so wild. Re- yeah, wait, you can,
1: yeah. And you can sign the I was going to say you could sign up online and then you can receive um, the recorded Zoom calls or you can
0: join live in the Zoom room for,
1: um, for to do it live and ask questions and that sort of thing.
0: That's great. So then they could go back and re-listen to it again if they like mm-hmm. it. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. I think that's nice when people have that because sometimes I like to listen to things, you know, when I'm just sitting doing the dishes or something. You know, and I like to hear stuff, and I miss a point. You want to go back and hear it again.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Sometimes you can write it down, but sometimes you don't want to. You know, you want to just <laughs> have it come in and and be stuck in a different way. So um, that's on December eighth, you said.
1: Yes, December eighth through the tenth, it'll be like one section each day.
0: Oh wow, that's great! So they'll be like um, uh, several. Okay. Awesome. So is there anything else you would like to uh, leave the listeners with? Um,
1: no, I think that, I mean, I could talk about this stuff forever, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, really, I mean, the work that I have done is just kind of helping people with things that I've worked through myself and taken all of these tools to To you know work through a lot of my own trauma and a lot of my own healing and then I found that they were useful for other people. Um, And really my goal is just to empower people and help them step into a more aligned vision of their life um, and remove the things that are holding them back from that.
0: yeah. And um, now, do you work on the weekends or just during the day? I know you're in a different time zone than people here on this side of the
1: planet. I'm pretty flexible. So (laughs) I'm pretty flexible at this point in my life, which is nice. It's one of the things that I had set intentions for a long time ago. (laughs) Um, So um, I will have a calendar with some times up. And then if something doesn't work for you, you can always contact me and we can see if there's a time that does work better. Great.
0: Great um and then um yeah i guess that's that's all i have so um thank you so much amy for joining me today it's really been great that you were able to join me um it's nice to see you having me nice to see other practitioners you know making an impact having fun learning growing and then sharing all that beautifulness with others is uh, phenomenal so um (laughs) please remind the listeners again how they can get a hold of you
1: Um, it's wildreawakening.com or you can email me directly at amyamya333 at yahoo.com.
0: Awesome. So you're listening to True Health by Kassara on Lift Your Spirits Radio. And this is Kassara. And you can reach me at truehealth.com. That's truhealth.com. Thank you so much for joining us this month. And we hope to see you again next month and leaving you with more music from my son, musician Dean Foster.
2: Lately, the weather's been bringing me down far too much sunshine. Lately, I'm craving the way